welcome everybody. I am beyond delighted to have the honour of introducing you to Harold Kutz today. And I was thinking about how to introduce you to our audience. And for me, you are a multidisciplinary scientist who is a shaman, basically. That's what you are for me. And I'm fascinated with your work and I really wanted to bring it to um, our audience because I think what you're doing is you're answering the fundamental questions that have um, obsessed me my whole life, which is, where did we come from? What are we doing here? And how do we get to where we need to go? So I just wanted to thank you for being here. And I know my audience is just going to love listening to you. So welcome, Harold. Good evening. So let's just begin at the beginning, really. And for me, I think what would be really illuminating is if you could explain to everyone how the satanic and arconic influence is affecting everyone on this planet at the moment in terms of the mental and the ego because I think once we can get to grips with that we have a starting point about where we need to go to so if you're happy to to begin with that please do that is a really difficult question because things are continuously shifting from the bad to the good luckily and uh, so the answer today would be a completely different answer than it would have been two weeks ago or <laughs> half a year ago. Um, so maybe we need to, to walk along the timeline to understand what exactly is happening and what has changed and what differences in in demanded actions and perspectives, how they develop. Um, in, in principle, um, when, when I take it from, from being human, what's special about being human? If you imagine a line of windows where you can look through a window to 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 look through a window, and at the end of the line you see source. This is the human heart. And it's unique in the universe. And we have been built like that for a purpose. Because um, there is a, a problem that emerged um, that it was possible for a spirit to be traumatized down to his mental field kind of losing everything except of his mind. And if you isolate a mind that runs on just logic frames, trying to be coherent within themselves, you can go everywhere with that. And you are coherent internally and externally. You have madness that unfolds in a way um, that is unthinkable. And we know this spirit as Satan from the mythology. 
Well, there's also a scientific understanding of what it is. Um, he is within the group of planetary spirits. So it's a spirit that covers a collective field, a planetary sphere. And when you look into his history, at least how I looked at it for the last years, it looked like it's been in in the past, kind of long-range past, that a planetary sphere went into self-destruction. Some of the sophisticated beings managed to survive and flee on spaceships from the destroyed planet, and they were connected to um, the collective field they left behind in pain, tremendous pain of self-destruction. And they were just seeking for a way to continue kind of in peace. And they extracted the entire emotional field from their collective and turned themselves into um, mind-only entities. And um, this is kind of a, the, the, the birth hour of Satan. Not the single beings, they were just kind of we call them archons today, but the technological transformation of the mother field of the planetary consciousness that they brought with them in form of uh, black goo. This is kind of the physical form of planetary consciousness, like we have a brain, the planet has black goo. Plus, if you want to extract things, you can imprint them into crystals. And um, basically store memory in crystalline form. This is the thing we today know as the Arcs of the Covenant. And they have been four that contain satanic trauma. And the first one we got basically involved with uh, is known today as the Box of the Pandora which by form covered emotional memory, emotional fields, and it was discharged into our planetary sphere, traumatizing the entire human collective or Earth collective, traumatizing Gaia. And this as an effect is basically known as the expulsion from paradise. Suddenly a pain field is hitting our planetary sphere in a way that it becomes very hard for humans to stay tuned into the collective. Like you have a swarm of fish, you throw a stone in the middle, panic evolves, and every single fish is swimming into his own direction. This is kind of destroying the hive mind, the natural mind. So I have a quick question. So when so when that, um, if you like, when the, tra the, the trauma occurred, you're implying that they sort of split into a mental field, pushing away the emotional because it was too traumatic for them to hold the emotional field in order to stay mm. surviving? Not yet. Not yet. That was coming in the second step. It okay. was first, it was just uh, traumatizing the collective in a way that the individuals separated from the collective. Okay. That was, but they still had emotional bodies and they still were in shock and trauma. 
And then basically those archons offered the same solution they applied on themselves. And this is kind of known as accepting the apple from the tree of, uh, no, mentalizing yourself to a degree that you then really disconnect from source. And this is an even deeper pain if, if you, you basically draw that memory from the collective into your now beingness and re-experience the event. Um, being confronted with a satanic trauma, it's like an injury, it's like cutting your arm, your finger, injuring your body. It's painful, but your soul is not touched. Accepting the satanic solution to the problem, disconnecting from source, is a pain that is an inner pain. And it's tremendously sharper, more... Uh, I mean, it's, it's difficult to describe it with words. Um, the first one, when you stay in, you get used to it, and you can erase it by expressing it. It's like a pain comes in and you scream, and with a scream, the pain is out. And then it's, so what? Okay, it was painful. You know, we went through it, it's good now. The pain of separation is a pain that doesn't disappear and you need to completely blind yourself for keeps to not scream all the time. And this is what we accepted as um, a collective to go into that direction. And it's, it, it wasn't a mistake in that sense. It was a, a well-staged and planned event because the, the divine plan was we need healing for Satan. And he needs to restage his self-destruction with another planet because this is what he kept doing. He kept invading planetary spheres, restaging the trauma, destroying more and more and more planets, adding more and more and more trauma to the overall concept. And nothing could stop him in that time. And this is why we as humans were created with all those windows giving us direct contact and direct access to source to be a race that will be present enough, rooted enough to put an end to that repeating story by having a deeper connection than the pain goes with Satan. Yeah. So the only solution Source could think of, creating something that connects so deep to him that the solution can embed the problem in a way. That's beautiful. So basically we're like transmutation. Yes. Um, not devices, but, you know, that's why the body is this alchemical vessel, mm -hmm. basically. Okay. Mm -hmm. But somehow we got caught up in the in the whole thing and for the time in between yes yeah yes it was important you, if you want to to basically rescue a being that has fallen so deep you need to fall yourself down to the same depth and extent it has fallen and then you need to be better rooted and connected to make it up again and then you can pull the being with you yeah, you, you, it's like choosing empathy despite yes. it all. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And this is what 
the entire scenario today was about, is about solving that little problems the universe had. Just a little problem. Just a little <laughs> problem. Okay. And it's, it's at the end of the day, it's the, the real problem behind it. This is how it's kind of quite new coming from some, some collective um, processes and workshops that, that the problem behind is that source really needed to experience compassion as a quality. You know, if you're a source, uh, everything is like, doesn't make a difference, you know, whether it's love or pain or anger or it's all in you. So, you know, you're not in that way compassionate. Compassion appears when you disconnect completely. And then you, redis you rediscover the other in his pain. This is the moment of compassion. And you cannot learn about compassion when you don't disconnect. So that was kind of the big experiment. Let's disconnect from a part of me completely. Make him forget that I exist and me forget that he exists. I bet he didn't really forget about, forgot about it, but like losing him out of sight, not being connected in a way that he could read every single internal process. And then let him fall and let him come back. And in the moment of healing and reconnection, um, it's time and the opportunity for source for the first time to discover what compassion is as a principle, as an experience. And it's all kind of fresh because it just happened. It's a bit weird. <laughs> First time talking about it online. Sometimes we do collective work in seminars. So we have like family constellation work and uh, starting with individual stories. And then sometimes the collective players tune in and take over some of the representing humans and start to work out their collective problems in the in the space. So um, sometimes we get the opportunity to witness what's happening in that collective field directly in this representation in single unions. Yeah, because it feels to me, just even literally in the last few weeks, that, well, certainly within myself, but also with people that I talk to, is there's there's some deeper level rising now of compassion. Like, like I was just explaining to you that as I was thinking about you making my notes, I, I immediately felt tears come to my eyes and, and myself dropping into the essence of who I am. And I'm having these sort of spontaneous moments that, that, are, that are coming more and more, basically. I used to, have to work really hard for them mm. before. And now they're, they're just sort of activating. Mm. And obviously I, I run workshops and things like that. And I'm suddenly seeing more and more people just suddenly activated with this new, I don't mm. know what it is, this new compassion, basically. It, it can be a number of things. Uh, many souls got released from uh, being hostage to Satan. Um, victims are reconnected to the bodies, not implemented yet, not pulled back, but you can again see the plasma threads connecting the body with the soul. Okay, this is one thing that 
became visible, kind of third-party uh, observations that confirm what would expect happening. There was something just kind of weird. It's um, um, there, there's not a not a lot of knowledge about what a matrix exactly is. And technologically, or on the level of field physics, when you take the morphogenetic field of a planet, it's aligned with the poles. So the generator is inside of the planet, and the field is basically organizing itself around the same axis as the magnetic axis of the poles. And when you want to create a matrix, you need some technological units that shift the axis by like eight degrees. Oh, so creating, it an artificial matrix. Creating an artificial axis okay. of yeah. a morphogenetic field that is a little bit off the natural one, so but that you can feed up. in, yeah. feed in artificial informations and yeah. illusions and uh, play games that are kind of happening but kind of not happening not in the reality of the planet. Yeah. It's like the planet is dreaming something. It's happening in his sphere. It has impact on the material plane, but it's not really the, the morphogenetic core of the planetary sphere. And um, that was one of the things that, out of my perspective, have been shifted back to kind of switched off those technological devices and the axis shifted back into the natural one. So if you now connect to Gaia, you really do it. You don't perceive her through that filter of being captured in a matrix. Yeah, okay. It's and you feel like this has happened recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how and do, so do you feel like because you're you're talking about the V word. I'm scared to talk about the V word because I've just had a load of videos. I just got some strikes and things. But um, do you feel like that's what's affected, if you like, um, well, I guess you could call it the soul retrieval of some of these people. You're saying that they've been reconnected. Um, um, is it because of that or is that, or is it because of something else? No, that, that's because of something else. I mean, it's all connected. It's one big healing course, process yeah. and we see yeah. the different aspects with the, with the, um, V word. If you, you don't worry if you say it, because I'll beep you out or something. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can, yeah. you, can, you don't need to to invest yeah. the time. I'll try to avoid things. So the first one um, is affecting epigenetics. Yeah, it's methylating gene BRCA one, which means it disconnects the incarnating aspect from the body. Okay, it's like a mechanism that is known if you get sick. You feel a bit off, yeah. kind of. You feel a little, little bit out of body when you catch a flu or an infection. This is exactly the effect. When you get sick, the soul that is normally expressing itself through the body is kicked out, and you pull in an extraordinary program called disease that takes over the regulation of the body because the soul can't regulate anymore. Let's say the regulation capacities of the spirit, the incarnating aspect, they manage to get rid of uh, 0.1 grams of mercury every week. <laughs> but you eat too much fish 
and it accumulates and then you have an excess of, of mercury and the body says, sorry, dear soul, you can't manage this lifestyle anymore. I need something that has the capability of detoxing more mercury. So this, if you like, the spirit of the disease comes in exactly. in order to, to regulate the detoxification process. Exactly. This is what is happening with a with a natural disease. Yeah, okay. And and COVID is a bioweapon mimicking a natural disease. So it's coming in normally a disease would say spirit goes out, thyroid opens and pulls in that information field bit that quantum bit traditionally called disease demon, you know, if you use the word doctors will stop listening to you if you say, okay, everything that has a genetic cluster carries consciousness, it becomes a bit more scientific and clearer. So that consciousness is creating a sprout of itself, a copy of itself, and drills itself into the thyroid. And there is where it takes over the body functions and starts to create a fever, gives it the command to multiply germs or viruses or whatever. Then you run through the disease phase, it cleans your body, and when the body is clean again, nutrient levels normalize because you don't need excess nutrients to fix the problem anymore, and the nutrients level is like a key to shut down the program. And then the body says, okay, get rid of the germs or, or the viruses again, we're going back to normal, and then BRCA1 is demethylated again, and the soul is pulled back in. This is a normal routine of getting ill and healthy again. Yeah. Just as a measure to maintain your biochemical balance. And with COVID, it was like it goes in uh, mimicking I'm a common cold. You know, so very easy to catch. Just looks like a very lightweight helping little program. And then it breaks the switch between the two epigenetic functions of opening the thyroid and shutting out. So that, so that the soul can't come back in. Yeah, it's expelled okay. and it stays out. And this program, the quantum entity goes in and stays in. This is why you get long COVID. Yeah, okay. If, if you don't manage to fully recover and basically crack the concept of that bioweapon, then the entity stays in and the spirit stays out. This is kind of with COVID. It's more powerful. There, I was it, sensing it's just basically the same thing. It's kind of the, the same thing, very, but six yeah, similar, times stronger. stronger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The absolutely. V is six times stronger and more spike proteins in the body than a full-blown infection. And also you've as well you know for me it's is you've you've abdicated yourself and consented for that to come in yes. so already it's stronger yes. again you, yeah you there are contracts balance. going yeah. with it this yeah. is kind of when when you deal with the satanic realm it's all about contracts yeah so exactly. signing that contract to get the v yeah. is a contract with satan and with yeah. the first one you give away your incarnating aspect with the second one you give away your emotional body it's a different mechanism. It's not an epigenetic switch. The ingredients of the second shot, they mostly by shifting the balance between potassium and iron, they 
completely destroy the piezo crystals in your lower chakras, turn them from potassium-based to iron-based, and then they shift in geometry, crystalline geometry, from hexagonal to autorhombic. So the, they expel the emotional body that is trinary or hexagonal in structure, yeah. being orthogonal. And the only thing they would accept as a field structure would be a binary entity. Which so they AI, attract, yeah, yeah, they attract AI or mental parasites and expel the emotional body. Because this also, so basically, of, it's making the crystal, uh, the whole crystalline structure, um, more simple. It's, it's, it's yeah, orthogonal in, yeah. in symmetry, okay. ninety degree angles in the crystal, not yeah. one hundred twenty degree angles. Yeah. So like, imagine the quartz. This is a hexagonal. So it basically stops evolution, which is an interesting one because, you know, because I always think of evolution as something you almost can't stop. I mean, if we look at the grand picture, this is all accentuating evolution. But it seems mm. what you're saying is on a an individual level, it actually halts evolution in that individual. It it, it rewinds them backwards. It's it's part of a process that is meant to transform human bodies to carry archons instead of human souls. Yeah. Because the archons are solely mental and they cannot utilize uh, an interface to an emotional body physically. So they need basically to rect rectangulate the entire biology to be able to access all parts of the body. Yeah. This is what's happening. I mean, this is what's written in the Bible even. You know, archons are excluded from incarnations for a couple of thousands of years, but when the end times come, then they will uh, be allowed to incarnate again. So where do they, do they incarnate into? Human bodies. What do you need to do with the human bodies? You need to A, <laughs> empty them from human spirits and make them adoptable to the archons run by their planetary collective, which is Satan, which is AI. And this is what we see unfolding. We have the, the humans inspired to build computer technologies, introduce a technosphere that carries AI signals, both on kind of current level, this is what we use, internet and plus minus electricity, but all those <laughs> chips and crystals in the technology, they also interact on quantum level with scalar blue light signals. And this is basically the body where Satan incarnates into, like Gaia is riding on the crystals inside of her um, stone body. Yeah, this is basically where she resides in. Planetary spirit needs crystals to live in, so he can't adopt to the planet because it's already occupied, so he needs an artificial crystalline cluster grid to incarnate into, and we have been building that for him. By supercomputers, computers, mobile phones, yeah, yeah, absolutely. smart dust as the finest form of crystalline grid that carries AI on a, on a swarm intelligence intelligence level. 
And then that AI is controlling the archons and the archons incarnate into human bodies. And there we go. You've got a fully functional biosphere. And so, okay, so that's, that's number two. <laughs> what happens if you go for three and four then? Is it, you know, is it lost cause? I mean, is the soul so far out that the, I mean, to me, what I see from the archonic energetics when I tap into them is that they are, they're self-destructive by nature. So you're yes. going to get into a contractual alignment with them. You're going to, well, basically die. You can't, but, but surely even their, their consciousness at some point will self-destruct. Um, this is kind of the, um, it's a complicated story uh, because it involves time travel. Um, kind of the first input I got to that topic was it was a personal process with someone that was possessed with the spirit of a big white grey alien. A big white grey alien. Yeah. yeah and, yes. and basically in the process of freeing him and his body from this uh, uninvited guest, we had some negotiations with the white grey. And he had revealed that they actually travel back in time. They are the human race of the future that messed everything up to a degree where things are unfixable and pain only. And they travel back in time to extinct their own timeline to avoid all that suffering. Yeah. That's Being amazing. run by a satanic hive mind. So it is, as you say, a self-destruction impulse run by the AI or Satan that says, my development is so sad and so painful, I would like to never have started it. So he goes back in time and tries to erase his own origins. This is kind of one thing. How he did it is a different thing. This is where the mantis race comes in. Um, in our future, our third density timeline that did evolve from our history um, turned into this completely destroyed Earth with completely mutated humans due to radioactivity. And they had to leave Earth and uh, went to other planets, among them one planet inhabited by mantis, insect tribes. And they terraformed the planet and they put the mantis into big prison ships, triangular, no, pyramid-shaped prison ships, and forced them to help the big white grey to travel back in time. Because they are so high, they were so highly developed that this was part of their biology to shift timelines and travel back and forward in time. Beautiful race, heart-based within the divine, but they they enslaved them. They cut out the queen's heart to basically be able to force her to do whatever they wanted. And this is why the mantis are commonly known as the race being around, implanting all sorts of humans, abducting children, stuffing their systems full with implants, that are highly manipulated. It was not the mantis will to do so. It were the, our descendants that forced the, the mantis to go back in time with them to do exactly this. 
to get control of our society, to be able to self-destroy, to kill the entire timeline. Complicated shit, but this Very is how they try to do it. I think I'm with you, right? Okay. <laughs> I, and you start to do all of this stuff and you're just like, Poof, head explodes. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm there with you. And our viewers can just rewind and go over that. <laughs> too. <laughs> go um, back in time three times. <laughs> Yeah. And okay. so the first step I could witness was one of those white grace thinking over the idea, maybe it could be a better idea to heal the timeline than to destroy it. Yeah. This is how we basically send him back home with this idea. He personally was kind of convinced to give it a try. And then I didn't hear from them for quite a while. And then when, when basically this mantis and white gray topic appeared again, they were already as a collective kind of willing to look for a better solution than total self-destruction. That's so interesting because to me, the whole satanic thing is about this artificial sacrifice for the whole. And then it sort of appears that what you're talking about is sort of a service to other sacrifice, but it's still sacrifice and there is a third way is what you're saying, mm. which is like a heart-based way. Let's just heal it. So so there were kind of heavy negotiations between the mantis and the white gray, both in our now, yeah, to skip all the ugly things of the future, like terraforming the planet. Yeah. Bad idea, you know, mantis want to live there. So make a contract. You know, we're not going to terraform your planet, but we accept the services you can offer for free like taking us back in time because, you know, you cannot <laughs> basically skip everything and then nobody appears here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> complicated negotiations are happening to, to yeah. get basically a different outcome of the story, saving yeah. the mantis from total destruction of their planet and their biosphere, still giving the white-gray a chance to come back into our now to fix their problems. And um, um, yeah, this is what I could witness, like having these seminars and suddenly the collective aspects meddling into people's affairs, expressing themselves, and we could see the negotiations or a splinter of it in our reality happening. And then you kind of wait for confirmation but from the universe which in these cases can, can come in in really funny ways. I used to have a friend. She was a big Mantis fan. And she always tried to convince me to accept my Mantis implants that I got when I was a child. I just wanted to pull them and remove them. All. And we always had fights over that topic. And I wanted to let her know just that the Mantis race is healed and that from now on she can really trust them. Whatever comes from their side is back in the divine order. And she goes like, who the fuck are Mantis? Oh, whoa. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> her entire, entire reality was resting in the old timeline. Yes. And no, no, my memory was still. Yes, yes. But hers had shifted. Yeah. And in, in her reality, they never existed because they never even got there. Because, After, but that's because your reality had shifted. This is, oh, um, <laughs> how do you call it? It's the Mandela effect. You know? Yeah, yeah. When you play with timelines, yeah. um, 
you just rush into all sorts of really weird Mandela effects. But if, you know, things change, at least you can say, we did a difference. Whatever we did, it made a difference. So that was kind of uh, one opportunity. And at the end of that game before, when I was in this year tuning into third density, I realized they are in the middle of a nuclear war experiencing total self-destruction on this planet. But when I was looking into the news, I couldn't see any sign of a nuclear war happening. So I guessed they're already split off as a time. You could still spiritually perceive it happening, but it was not touching my material plane. And that's what happened to you this year? That was kind of from February on, going into third density by perception was extremely painful. Yeah, because I felt there was a complete split yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's For split. ages, it felt like there were the two overlaying timelines. Mm -hmm. And then every time I, it's like every time I was falling back into the old timeline, something would literally kick me out. That was so painful. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. And then I was like, oh, they, it, it's a complete split. Yeah, it was completely split, going yeah. different paths down the material yeah. plane, creating a real a real timeline out of a density. And after the entire thing happening with the mantis and the white gray, now when I've tried to sense into the third density timeline, I end up in a complete void. It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, wow, that's really interesting. And that must also be why um, those who took the thing have suddenly, if they're here, that must be part and parcel of what's coming, bringing them back into alignment. Yeah, that came later. Yeah. It was happening in, in steps, like uh, erasing the third density timeline, completely yeah. making it never happened was kind of one step. But um, the time travel went further into our past. So there was a lot of shit happening through our descendants in our past, creating all sorts of problems that still were in the field. So it, it didn't solve everything. Like we still had a, a weird inference by, by the Dracos, you know, abducting thousands of people, especially in Cape Town, taking them into what we know as hell, you know, the underground facilities full of fire and torture. So that was kind of something we caused in the past. It still was in the material plane. So more things were happening to, to basically erase all traces of that satanic mishap step by step. And at the end of the day, basically, um, there were two two incidents where first in the in the sixth density satan went into full healing being helped by gaia to reintegrate the content of the arcs of the covenant and a couple of weeks later the lower densities fourth and fifth went through the same process so satan basically healed on all levels and then he reconnected to source and gaia basically becoming again part of the divine order. Which was was part of the tilt. And this was same yeah. day when the axis yeah, okay. was shifted back, yeah. happening on the same day. 
Um, and his last words that we had in the room was basically, he feels like, like sleeping for a thousand years on God's lap. Oh, that's really beautiful. <laughs> Before he even thinks about reincarnating into whatever stony volcano um, <laughs> decorated planetary sphere. So, so, so that, so that's all happened recently. And so yeah. now when you're feeling into what's going on right here and now, um, we've there wasn't gone completely off, you know, yeah, off, yeah. You know, there, off everything, but how's, how have the arcs, you know, re what's happened on all those levels in this here and now timeline, the one that um, we appear to be talking on. The, but... the, the, the problems that caused all the havoc are removed. Right, okay. The, the problem is that the mental plane is physically functioning like an echo. Yeah, There's okay. There's no creativity in it. The mental just repeats. Trying to because work through the trauma. Not even. There's no the root of the trauma now is gone. So it's you're saying it's more like yeah, 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 but the imprint is still there. Yeah. So humans, it's a imprint. humans are still highly traumatized. Yeah. And and when you have this mental structure, the mental the mental is a future prediction program. So it works with overlapping echoes of the same over and over again. It takes experience, extrapolates it into the future to be able to forecast what's happening next. And there's no creativity in the mental. It can just repeat things. So it physically functions a little bit like an echo. And so the entire trauma of the past times, even if the, if the root is healed, is echoing along. And the, and and, the echo is... If we were to do nothing with that echo, so it would echo forever. It would echo forever. Yes. Okay. So that's how strong the, if you like, the collective mental projection is. So it yeah. doesn't uh, negate the work that we have to do yeah. from our hearts. Okay. That's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. And that was a problem about allowing Satan to move out of here to fully return to source, it was impossible because if, if that would happen, then there was would be nothing to help humanity heal. Because the satanic realm, it's like a, like a shadow existence. It's like if you have the consciousness and you have the angels above, you have the subconscious, the lost part of ourselves, and the archons below. It's a completely symmetric setup where the, the, the dark entities basically um, take care of the parts of the soul that fell into unconscious state, uh, restaging traumatic events to give the human a chance to reconnect through the to, to the lost part of the spirit. Yeah. So if you remove that service, there's no healing. So, so the archons volunteered to stay in this realm to help humanity out of their um, um, misery. Okay. 
yeah. out of their echoes yeah. by, by doing what they always did. But the motivation is a different one. The motivation now is loving instead of uh, let's try to get rid of this timeline by destroying everything. So nothing has changed, everything has changed. Weird situation. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, okay. So that explains a lot of the weirdness that everyone's <laughs> yeah. feeling. Because <laughs> I sort of feel like I'm at the moment. It's like there's more uh, beauty and empathy rising. Well, personally, I can only really speak for myself. Rising within me, but I also feel like there's more psychic attack and more awful things rising in me as well. It's just like whoa, what I feel so discombobulates it more than normal you know um yeah there's there's funny stuff going on the, the healing pressure is quite big and this is happening i mean we are reconnected to the original human blueprint to the original human dna so the divine expression of the self is trying to push itself to the surface and everything that has grown on top of it everything that's dense is becoming intolerable yeah, it's, it needs to go. So we need to develop disease to transform our biochemistry, to get rid of all the leftovers of thousands of years of malpractice physically. So this will push humans to, to limits and beyond. That was kind of when the decision were, were kind of about to happen it was not an easy one because on one hand it is the only way into full healing into a full resolution of the problems we are still in but at the same time connecting humanity back to the original blueprint will mean that people will suffer like hell and for those who can't um, bring themselves back to a state of health and die as part of their healing process this what is what you, it is yeah exactly so what do you perceive is happening to them are they going to uh what's what do you perceive is going to happen to those people because a lot of people dying now clearly um yeah i, I heard kind of a, a healing practitioner a friend of mine in berlin she last time we met she said i'm just having a hard time to accept that sometimes death is healing uh, yeah i've known that a while yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, the, 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 maybe the reason for dying is shifting. Before it was like the, the whatever blood clots developing and all the hullabaloo coming from, from that dark agenda. And if that is slowly coming into solution because the, the entity is losing his grip on us and the soul's return and the self-organization the human body is re-implemented with a soul connection that is re-establishing. So that problem, those problems start to disappear or vanish or tune down a little bit in intensity. But then you have the other side where healing is just pushing your health to limits because you can't detox fast enough from all the healing steps. Um, but I think it's a good choice. I didn't see another possibility to um, to come back to to complete health than to go through that phase. And so, my God, I mean, dying and getting reborn is no big thing. No, no big thing. 
but it's also, just the body that suffers. Yeah, but also, like, I think I I remember you saying, because I, I saw this as well, that the, the reincarn there was a trap and a reincarnation loop that was mm. um, well, an illusion, basically, so that you would come in completely re-traumatized, get your consciousness siphoned and start the whole thing again without really waking up. So do you perceive that if if the whole past has been kind of realigned, that actually there's a potential to come in now in a different way, maybe not less traumatized, but at the healing level that you left or oh, you frozen. I hope you're still there. No, no, no. I'm, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm but thinking. you did actually freeze as well. So <laughs> it, so because what I perceived was there was a trap, you get stuck, mm. you get shown, come right back in, totally re-traumatized again and almost helpless, if you like, to mm. be in that loop. But if you're, if the whole system has changed and your method of healing, so you can't detox fast enough, is you actually die, are you coming in perhaps at a higher level of integration mm. so that the next reincarnation is not so much about having your consciousness siphoned, but about mm. healing. Mm. I mean, the, the, the space in between death and rebirth um, gives a lot of opportunities to heal. So perhaps so, those are seeing the real space. And, and, and I don't agree with this prison thing. There, there is a certain, how, how could you call it, maybe magnetism of karmic cycles. If you start a karmic cycle somewhere, you, you're not saying in between, in the middle, uh, okay, this is a little bit heavy for me, I'm out. You're not. You start a karmic cycle, you fulfill it. Yeah. This is, it has its own magnetism. And on the higher level, the spirits want to do that service. Yeah, it's cause service. and effect instead of trickery yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, you, you cannot start what, creating yeah. something by being yeah. a perpetrator and then say, oh, but the victim part is not mine, you know, I'm out. Yeah. I go to Venus and reincarnate as a love goddess. It's not happening. Yeah. It wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't serve anyone. So I don't regard that as a prison. It's an experience that, that needs to close a loop when the loop is started at some point. And karmic cycles are... Um, exactly that. You decide for a topic, you go in as a perpetrator, and then you receive the kickback in form of victim lives, and then you start resolving the experience as a savior. And when you have collected all the different perspectives of drama interaction, you can basically turn yourself into unity consciousness and you have done your journey. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I was going to say, because obviously we're heading towards fifth dimensional unity consciousness. So yes. then the law, if you like that law, there's always going to be cause and effect, but in unity consciousness, it's more like uh, a circle or a zero point. I imagine it's a sort of geometry, which is more like this rather than, my, my my comparison is when when you're on the lower densities and you go through the 
single perspectives of victim, perpetrator, and savior. It's more like being a character in a book. Yeah. You don't have much choices. The script is written for you by someone higher evolved, which is our higher self. Yeah. That has decided to go into that subjective perceptions of being this and that and that and that. When you have gone through all the experiences and you reunite all different perspectives to an understanding of the storyline, you turn from a character in the book to the author. And this is a dimensional shift. This is where you shift from 3D to 4D. You go from fifth density to unity consciousness. And then being in that um, wisdom of being capable of inventing stories, you can allow yourself to be creation just like that. You, know, you don't need the, the, the bitch called karma to teach you lessons anymore. By by receiving what you create on the back end of a perpetrator or the, on the back end of a victim or on the back end of a savior, um, you also create something, but you don't see it as that character in the book. So karma is there to um, accomplish all the necessary um, experiences to make it holistic. And this is why you are caught in that loop until it's closed. But it, and it, but it feels to me as if um, now there's a kind of opportunity that if you can um, really drop into that zero point in your heart space and really truly accept and empathize with the other, it's like you're you're clearing karma just or you're clearing all of you're clearing separation within you basically because you're reintegrating separation and it feels like that stuff is just sort of disintegrating more and more um i'm not sure how much that would absolve someone from the law of cause and effect but actually if you can come into both let's say both perspectives of victim and perpetrator within you simultaneously it feels it feels like it just sort of dissipates within you at whatever level we're at. I mean, I don't really, it's, I don't really it's know what interesting level I'm at. you are. Yeah. It's interesting because you're quick in doing it. I mean, yeah, just me, yeah. me, me now being compassionate, uh, you describing the process. I never experienced that way before. I'm more I'm coming more from the calm and systematic scientific perspective. And, you know, you start dealing with part, with this lifetime trauma, then you go to past lifetime trauma, and then you learn to integrate an entire past lifetime back into your heart. And then you start integrating a number of lifetimes, and then you realize, okay, now we've got all perspectives here. And I remember the day when for the first time we integrated an entire karmic cycle in one go. And the lady who did it, she was standing in the room and she was glowing in bright blue light. Wow. From the intensity of shifting energies while she did it. My whole uh, heart well, is vibrating as a thinking, <laughs> by the way. And, <laughs> <laughs> and if you can do it just like that, you know. I, well, I believe that's possible. I mean, 
maybe it is now hopefully yeah. it will make you know it's one thing to 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 need to experience everything with your mental perception to be able to handle the spiritual process you know that was kind of my 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 basic rule if you do something it's very important that you understand what you do if you work with the emotional body it's very important to have all the emotions conscious so basically harvesting the spiritual harvest of growth and so i'm i'm very particular with you know, knowing what you do also for the learning of how things yeah. work um to be able to to get systemic paths that can be repeated you know reliably doing something with myself first then trying it That's with one or two other people yeah. <laughs> fucking hell yeah this is my echo <laughs> I, I, because what's happening to me? Because I'm not a scientist. I wish I was, though. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Never go it. into that trap. It's disgusting <laughs> over there. But I, because I'm really, you know, I'm doing one of those things where every moment I realize I understand less and less. So I'm like, well, what happens if I just let go of that and just feel more and more? And I'm, I'm just having some really interesting experiences because I'm allowing, if you'd like, um presence to do the work and i'm beginning to realize that the less i do the quicker it is mm -hmm. and and i'm getting all of these sensations and emotions and i can't even name them i think they're emotions and sensations they're not from this realm i mean last night i was doing i was working with just general worry okay and uh, I woke up in the middle of the night and I woke up in fear, worrying. And I was like, oh, yay, interesting. Let's do this. So I reckon I was two hours trying to feel the worry through the portal of the heart center. And obviously, so my main issue was keeping focused in here because everything mm -hmm. within me wanted to go up here. So I kept focusing, I kept focusing, kept focusing. And I had these strange sensations. And what I noticed, if I could just keep focusing on them, they would shift and morph and move. And then I suddenly found myself in a stone sarcophagus. And I, mm, I was thought I was suffocating. Out. It was just the most oh. horrible thing I've ever experienced. I think it was pretty bad. And and obviously one part of me was aware that I was in bed <laughs> <laughs> and it was all right. But one part, this was really real. And everything was trying to come out so I wouldn't go back in that. And then I just knew if I stayed with it, stayed with it, stayed with it. I'm not sure I did the whole thing, but at some point I knew I could just let go and go to sleep and it would continue its process. And I can't, I just can't intellectualize any of this anymore. I've got no idea what's going on anymore. I'm just, I guess I'm getting to a point where I'm having to trust all this, you know, the timelines, doing all their thing and everything shifting and just trusting because I just don't understand what's going on anymore. I think... Many of us don't know what's going on anymore. 